You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Well, hello again from Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com. This is your Weekly Wrap-Up, even though it's Thursday. Today is April the 18th. Uh, Holy Thursday, as, as they call it, as the markets will be closed tomorrow in observance of Good Friday and the Easter weekend holidays. So your weekly wrap-up is coming at you one day earlier than usual, but with the markets closed, I guess that's to be expected. Again, I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us is Eric Sprott. Eric, good morning. Hey, good morning, Craig. Uh, one day less of the manipulation going on in the COMEX uh, this week, but uh, still the manipulators were reasonably successful, unfortunately. That's for sure. They're probably looking forward to three days off, too. Um, We'll see about that. But anyway, hey, and just to let everybody know, yeah, it is a three-day holiday weekend. And yes, Sprott Money has moved to a a bigger location because we are uh, just growing by leaps and bounds in our business. But uh, we are always open online at SprottMoney.com. Just click the Deals tab at the top of the page, and you will find all kinds of fantastic deals on uh, bullion and coins, you name it. Again, Everything you need at SprottMoney.com. Eric, you mentioned it. Uh, They've been coming after us pretty good. Since we last spoke after taking last week off, gold's down about $20. Silver's down about $0.20. With most of that pounding coming right at 8.30 in the morning, amazingly, New York time, about 10 or 15 minutes after the COMEX open. Um, I'm sure this is all just natural, normal, and organic uh, selling, don't you think, Eric? Uh, Well... As you know, as you and I have discussed, and I'm sure most of our listeners are very aware, uh, there's this uh, standard drumbeat in the precious metal market, and uh, some of the the GATA people describe it as plan A is when it gets hammered over in London at about 3 in the morning, and plan B is when it gets hammered when the COMEX opens at 8.30. So um, we've had all of those in effect. And in one way, you know, Craig, as you described, uh, the price of gold going down $20 in the week, uh, it feels worse than that, if you know what I mean. And of course, the reason it feels worse than that is it's gone through a bunch of the moving averages. I think uh, now you even wrote an article for Sprout Money talking about them aiming for the 100-day moving average here to, to really clean everybody out. And of course, the, uh, the spec longs uh, are, are getting cleaned out here and undoubtedly are covering, and it's, I, I'm sure, 100% orchestrated. So I hope that everyone can have the fortitude to uh, to hang in there. Every time I see these very, very sharp declines, you know it's orchestrated. And typically, it's going to go right back up again. So uh, we'll have to st- stand by and see what happens there. Uh, speaking of orchestrated, and uh, thank you for mentioning that article that we wrote and posted to Sprott Money a couple of days ago. I, it's, it's titled Shades of 2013, because many folks re- will recall, unfortunately... How at this exact time, six years ago, gold was broken down and silver was broken down. The support that it held for more than a year and a half at 15, 25, and 26. And they were, gold went down $200 in two days, uh, Eric. Um, anyway, I, I, I found that interesting because so far this year, under conditions that you would expect would be positive for the precious metals, we've generally trended higher, except for the market reaction immediately following every appearance by Powell with an FOMC or the release of the minutes on those four occasions and immediately following price has been smashed. What does that tell you? Well, it tells us the same thing that has been telling us for the last uh, probably 20 years now or longer is that the powers that be 
use the price of gold and the stock markets, I might add, but in reverse, uh, to indicate the brilliance of the Fed's decisions. So in other words, when a Fed decision is made, you want the market, the stock market to go up that day and you want gold to go down just so that everybody can remain confident that the Fed has things under control. And of course, as you and I, and, and probably most people know, the Fed doesn't have things under control in the sense that we have an abnormal, very abnormal situation where we can't raise interest rates, otherwise the market cracks as it did in the, uh, the fall, and we can't get back to normal. We've created this situation where the balance sheet's blown out. Uh, we can't contract the balance sheet. We can't uh, raise interest rates. Uh, we have in the world, it's not just the Fed, by the way, it's the other central banks too. We have in the world where there's 11 trillion of negative yielding uh, instruments. It makes for very bad uh, decision-making process when you have negative interest rates. So, yeah, that's, uh, th that's one of the uh, tools of the trade is to make uh, gold look bad. And, you know, it's an interesting contrast that some of the uh, people in the world who don't believe in American capitalism, i.e. the Russians, the Chinese, uh, Turkey, for example, Iran, these countries are sitting there buying gold. They, they know what's going on. And, uh, yeah, they're having a tough time because uh, markets can be altered over the short to medium term here, which I'm sure they are by the powers that be. And we have to await our day of, uh, of opportunity. Um, so we, we have to be patient with it. I mean, we, I still think we hit a low in uh, January 16. We're in a new bull market for gold. It's been very trying, but we have been up as much as uh, about $250 off the low in January 16. So we have that to be thankful for. And uh, in a lot of currencies, including the Canadian and Australian and so on, we are at new highs. So yeah. it's not bad everywhere. No, that's right. And it'll certainly be time for new all-time highs in the U.S. dollar price of gold soon enough as well. I, you know, I, Eric, you mentioned this. I think it's interesting that whenever this happens, demand surges in Russia, China, India, you name it. At the same time, demand, if you want to measure it by the GLD, collapses. The, G, the GLD inventory is down nearly 10%, 70 metric tons since the 1st of February. I've always thought it's used as a vehicle. And when gold is needed in the short term, that's where people go. So what you do is you knock the price of gold down on the COMEX, you get the GLD holders to be depressed, so they'll sell their shares. The buyer is some agent of the government who take the gold out and, and make the deliveries. Um, I should mention that uh, there was an article this week about Ro Romania, the government deciding they should repatriate their gold. And the central bank of Romania was fighting this tooth and nail. And I just think, why is the central bank so concerned about you know, bringing gold back into your own country. Yeah. Like, it just seems like it should be a natural, right? You're sitting there fighting it. And, of course, maybe they know the deal that the gold's not there, and they're, they, and they're party to all those things that have gone on. And as you know, Mr. Draghi, I'm going to say about four weeks ago now, I think made the comment that well, no ECB member can sell their gold without the approval of the ECB. Like, okay, where did that come from? And, of course, we have these countries kind of repatriate their gold, and uh, the whole system is fighting it. And you think, hey, man, it's my gold. Just ship it, will you? 
uh, why, are there, why is there such great resistance? And I think it's because the gold's not there. And, and that in itself creates these demands on the, uh, the ETF because there is solid world demand for physical gold. So I think ultimately, and I believe this for a long time, of course, uh, that uh, we will see our way to significantly higher prices of gold. Yes, I agree with you. Uh, Eric, just in our time remaining, since it has been a couple of weeks since we spoke, I just thought I'd see if there's anything off the top of your head that you'd like to mention regarding uh, some of the mining shares that you follow. Well, in the case of Kirkland, there's really no announcements. There's a presentation by Tony McCooch uh, in Europe, uh, which is available on various websites. Sokoman reported some results, uh, which I would characterize. I mean, the results were great, but they were of a very narrow width. And it's hard to create large tonnage over narrow widths. So that's uh, that stock was going up in anticipation of the news release and then sort of sharply sold back on the release. I mean, but the grades, the grades were phenomenal, actually. You take them over half a meter, but you spread them over four meters, and they're still good. But people don't like smearing, uh, I guess is what the term they use, mm-hmm. to create what looks like tonnage. Uh, in the case of uh, Walbridge, there's really been no uh, no news out uh, to speak of from the company. Amex has been nothing. Uh, RNC Minerals closed their $12 million financing that was just announced today. Uh, stock's been a little weak. I've been as I've been publicly disappointed with the, uh, the lack of uh, uh, guidance on where we're all going with that company. Uh, in terms of mining and, and, and besides the order body and grow results and things like that, so that's it. And I can see how that uh, plays out. Um, so we did it. It's, uh, I was actually saying, thinking to myself, my, I hate these. I hate waiting all the time. You know, every week you've got to wait another week for, for news that hopefully could be uh, market making and it doesn't have, hasn't really happened in the, at the corporate level. Uh, I have heard in the case of Kirkland that it might go into the uh, Morgan Stanley index, which would create some mm. some buying. Sure, and it might also go into the T- TSX 60. Um, we'll stand by on that one. So that would create uh, certainly a lot of buying. Uh, I think that probably covers uh, <clears throat> pretty well everything that that's been hasn't been announced. Right. Right. Well, at this point, then, I, you know, we've got a three-day weekend ahead of us, uh, provided we can navigate our way through today's market action. And then I would imagine it's all hands on deck again uh, once we get through Easter Monday and into next week. It'll be interesting to see where we wrap up. Um, just, I just thought, I would, anything else on your mind you'd like to cover before we go? Well, well, I, I, well first of all, I, I thought yesterday and, and previous days, I mean, I can't, silver's just stood right in there. In the face of gold getting whacked down on the COMEX, and for some reason, silver stands in there. We had a big move in palladium yesterday. I haven't even uh, taken a look at uh, where those other metals stand here today because uh, I'm in Scottsdale. I'm three hours uh, behind you. It's very early in the morning here. Um, well, there's palladium's up $9. Yep. Rhodium has been flying. Platinum's up. Silver's up. Uh, gold up about 40 cents. So, you know, the other metals are, are telling a little different story than uh, than what's going on in gold. And, of course, gold would be, as you pointed out earlier, that's the metal uh, that everyone looks at to assess uh, the Fed's policies. 
And, uh, you know, the Fed keeps patting themselves on the back with their great policies, no inflation and lots of growth. And both of those are very open to question. I mean, when, when I look at the inflation thesis of no inflation, I say, yeah, yeah. And 60% of the population is one medical incident away from bankruptcy. Right. There's your inflation. Right. You know, you've had healthcare costs just spiral out of control, and somehow it's not in the number. So uh, there's lots of inflation that's just been totally uh, covered up yeah. by the accounting folks. So anyway, um, there's always lots of opportunity. Individual stocks create uh, lots of excitement and uh, lots to look forward to yet. Yes, and uh, another FOMC meeting is only a couple of weeks away. So we will just have to see how things play out uh, in the weeks ahead. But in the meantime, uh, Eric, I wish you a uh, happy Easter and uh, hopefully an enjoyable three-day weekend. Happy Easter to you too, Craig. And from all of us at Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com, hey, have a happy Easter weekend. Remember that our offices are closed for Good Friday tomorrow, but we are open on Easter Monday. You can always go to SprottMoney.com over the weekend. Like I said, click the Deals tab and and check out all the great offers we have. But also, come Monday, give us a call, 888-861-0775. Again, uh, for Eric Sprott and myself, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. 